I'm trying to find like a like a silicon something to to put silicone uh, to put in the air fryer to heat up. <laughs> you putting fucking M1 <laughs> chips in there? <laughs> you already know. Yeah, my yeah my air fryer got fucking uh, 32 gigs of RAM. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Israel Pod. I'm Chris. I'm Alexi. And here we are, episode 16. What's popping? What's <laughs> oh, going on? Oh, man. Um, guys, it is... We're already halfway through January. This is crazy. That is wild. Time flies. Time when flies. you're having fun. Time fly. When you're having fun. We have a friend called the Time Fly, actually. I wonder when the Time Fly gets back. I guess you he's know, back now, but... He texted me today, so I don't know if that means he's back. He might have one of those those very, like, cool, expensive phone plans where he can text from anywhere. Oh, you know I mean? true. Yeah, yeah. You know how, like, all those motherfuckers with their super rich phone plans will be like, Oh, yeah, I'm in Tokyo, but it's all good, bro. Just text me. Just text you. Get WhatsApp. <laughs> what are you talking about? I always use WhatsApp when, I, when I'm abroad, but... Same. I, I think Verizon has... Some sort of deal where like you can spend five dollars and you get yeah, it's a, like a it's week. Like, yeah, it's like five or ten bucks a day. See, but AT and T doesn't have that at all. It's like it's like fifty extra dollars if you're doing anything abroad. Yeah, but fifty extra dollars versus ten dollars a day. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're abroad for like a month and you're like, oh cool, I'll just do the ten dollars a day thing. Three hundred bucks. You know what? Actually, last time I used Google Voice. I didn't even use WhatsApp. I used our uh, our, our Google Work number. It was a lot you easier. Use your Google your Google work number? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean the one that's three three two three 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 four three six seven? I maybe. Oh man, give Chris a call, everybody. Leave him a voicemail. Let him know how you're feeling about his performance on episode sixteen, specifically episode sixteen of the Sizzle Real Podcast. Oh god, don't tell me. Not about the previous episodes. The we last episode was bad. You don't like the last episode? Well, no, for me, the energy's just low. Your energy's low. I think My it's because we've got the light bulbs fixed in the you office think so? today. Yeah. Oh, maybe not. I mean, it is a lot brighter in here, but I feel like that should wake me up. It should. But, you know, maybe it's lack of coffee. Maybe you don't have enough coffee. Dude, I had so much coffee today. I'm a how much coffee do you have? Well, I had three cold brews. Jesus freaking Christ. Well, one of them was a half calf, though. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Half calf. Uh, it's folders. They, they make a half calf. Oh, you. Ha- OK, I understand. You had a half. I thought you meant you had the cold brew in the office here, but somehow you made it half calf. No. And then the cold brews I had here, they were both half mugs. Mm-hmm. So really, I had like one and a half coffees. That's kind of funny, dude, because you made up for me. I only had I had one shot of espresso this morning. Oh, yeah. You never went to Dunkin'. I did never you? went to Dunkin'. I never went to Dunkin' today. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's good. I'm not even getting a headache or anything. So that's pretty good. Usually I got that caffeine withdrawal. You know that? Oof, uh, no see, I never that. know if it's a caffeine withdrawal or if I've had too much caffeine. Can you get a headache from having too much caffeine? Oh, yeah. I know that. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's what's happening. Then. Maybe that's why <laughs> I got to find a good balance. You know, that's the thing is I want it, I actually don't want this at all, but I I wonder if they'll ever install a thing on the Apple watch where it can tell you how much caffeine is currently in your body. Somehow, that's wild. That would be on so cool. That would actually be pretty useful because then you'd be like, cool, I don't want I want to keep my caffeine levels at a certain amount. You know what I mean? I feel like that's something you need to do a blood test for. We're going to end up being robots one day. I can't it's, wait. It's going to happen. G- give me my, my chip. Give me in, my, in, in my vaccine. Give me my jewel. My <laughs> robot cigarette. <laughs> Smoking digits, baby. Mm. Um, dude, we, uh, dude. we're making some good progress on this. Uh, guys, we're working with a, a sports betting company and 
they want hired us to develop a pilot for them. It's we're like, not just editing. No, we're, we made up the concept or we helped made up, make up the concept. And then we kind of, you know, wrote the script, did everything. And it's, it's really motion graphics heavy. And I got to say, Chris, I have learned a lot just really? doing this pilot on. Yeah. On the writing side um, or on the, the setup. On the setup of the project side, okay. I think that Just the, the whole approach. Yeah, I think we we approached it a little bit backwards. I think we were a little too eager to get into it. Yeah, and I think we put the cart before the horse, so yeah. to speak. We we came in with an editing mindset. And we we're like, oh, let's pull the footage, let's get it going, mm-hmm. get an idea of where we're going. Yep. And then we realized, oh, we need to get the script done first. Yeah, yeah we fucked up. We, I mean, we kind of had a script, but we like, we kind of skipped the middle step because it goes like script, then it was like a radio cut, then the graphics, and the graphics are supposed to be kind of timed out per scene, right? Yeah. To every scene. We, started the script, then pulled a bunch of footage that we thought might apply. And it was an yeah. overwhelming amount. We were drowning in it. And then like, yeah, we, we basically had to kind of go back and per scene, pull exactly what we needed. It's, it was, it was a whole thing, but project looks good. It looks awesome. I think it looks pretty, pretty decent. You know what I mean? I, I think for just being voiceover and, uh, and you know, photographs and, and quick highlights, like fair, a little bit of motion fair, graphics. Fair use. Yeah. Like, like three second highlights and a bunch of motion graphics. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty engaging or it is, it is engaging as it can be. Yeah. I, I like the content too. Uh, I don't know how far we can get into it. I guess we can, we can say that it's like, it's a show comparing athletes. Yeah. yeah. So you take one athlete, you compare them with another athlete. Take right. one athlete. Compare it with another. I don't know the song. <laughs> I don't know. I literally don't know the song. I just like went with it. I was like, all right, here we go. This is it. This is turning into a musical, improvised musical I, I think it was uh, Out of the Box. I don't know. Ooh, throwback. That it was, was like a, a, a kid's a show real, from a, the early a, 2000s. A real, a real throwback. Yeah. That was like roly-poly-oly days. Yeah, you you already know. I hated that fucking show. Yeah? I hated it. Th- that fucking theme song was the most annoying shit, and it would get stuck in your head, and it was just like... This is actually annoying. It's not even like good. Some some theme songs are really good. They'll get stuck yeah. in your head. And like, I can't really think of any off the top of my head. Simpsons. That's a really good one. I've that's been a watching, classic. That's what I've been watching every night. You got to Dude, you got to go for the Simpsons. That's a, oh, that's like the best thing on Disney Plus. I feel like Dis- Disney Plus viewers fall into a few certain groups. There's the there's the ones who love it for Star Wars. Yeah. There's the ones who love it for Marvel. Yeah. And then there's the ones who love it for the Simpsons. That's I'm basically paying for it for the Simpsons. Same. Like, yeah, watch the Mandalorian because it's there. I'm going to watch the Marvel stuff because it's there. But really the what justified the purchase was being able to stream the entire Simpsons catalog. The Simpsons is just a great thing because you can put the Simpsons on and you can just let it ride. And like even the bad Simpsons episodes are good. Like, yeah, you know what bugs me? Is Simpsons elitists when people are like, oh, seasons oh, I don't, one through seven. Uh, yeah, I don't watch anything past like season 11 or whatever. You're like, well, you're missing out on like fucking 15 good seasons of shit. Yeah. Because it's like, it's not like it's bad. Yeah. It's just, it's just different. It's like, yeah, it's a whole different time for the fucking show, man. Like, that's like saying like, you know, I mean, I guess whatever. I was going to make a car reference, but it, it fell apart as I was going to make it. I was going to say, that's like saying 1980s, like Toyota is different than you don't like you don't like the newer Toyotas cause they're different, but that would, that would prove their point. Yeah. Cause it is a totally different show. Well, it, it it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot less about the 
family, I guess. Yeah. Than it than it was at the beginning. But I, I don't know. I like it. I rewatched the uh, monorail episode, and I gotta say, uh, my memories of that episode were way better than the actual episode yeah. was. Yeah, because I, I just remember, you know, everyone talks about the monorail episode. Like everyone's like, oh, the monorail episode. Like that's the one. That's one of the ones that just gets consistent, like talk yeah, yeah, throughout yeah. the Simpsons Gets catalog. The yeah, they hype it up. But I watched it and uh not not what I not what I remembered. It like the monorail song was still good, but then the actual episode was eh, it was whatever. You know. Dang. So that's season four, episode twelve. Right now I'm at like season three, episode seven or oh, eight. Oh, did you start at the very top? Yeah, I started at the very top no, like a month man. ago or two. See, that's wild. With The Simpsons, that's one show I've literally never started at episode one. I always... Really? Yeah, I always pick a random... Every time I decide to sit down and watch The Simpsons, because I don't really do it that often, but when I decide I want to sit down and watch, I'll like randomly... I'll pick like a random season and a random episode number, and I'll just go to that and start from there and just let it ride. I think maybe I started from the top because the the first episode is like a Christmas special where they get Santa's Little Helper, and uh, it, it was Christmas time when I started. Oh, that so, makes sense. Yeah. Oh, do you think you can get through? Here's my challenge to you to get through. How many seasons are there right now? 25? Oh, 30. 30. My challenge to you is to get through 25 seasons of The Simpsons this year. I was I was hoping you'd say this year. Yeah, yeah. I, I could do it this year, I think. You're, well, okay. I mean, you're already, four, you're already like nearly four seasons in. All right, make it 30. Make it 30. You got to get through thing. 30 seasons I will of The say, Simpsons I missed, by the end of the year. Like, I, I had like five to ten episodes that were on like in the background and i was just kind of on my computer not really paying attention does that count <laughs> gotta go back and rewatch them go you gotta go back gotta and rewatch which ones those were yeah because what i want from you is at the end of the season i want like a season one page abstract write up okay i want you to like kind of delve into really the big themes from that season and what set it apart from the previous season Dang. so obviously for season one what sets it apart from season zero is that it exists now. That's, <laughs> well, that, that's the thing, though, is season zero was the, the stuff on the uh, the Tracy Ullman show, right? Oh, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, then you got to go back and watch that. Too. No, I don't you don't want to You don't have to watch it. You yeah, just I don't have like to say those. why season one was different Okay. in the abstract. I don't want to do that. Damn, I got to read 30 papers this year. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> How did I just sign up for like a teaching role? This is awful. Oh, man. Dude, all right. So let's let's talk about this. Here's what we got coming up. We got... um. We got some some reels. I'm redoing the website. I know I mentioned this like three or four episodes ago. I'm still redoing the website, but the reels are done. And today, uh, I just gave it away. We're taping this in advance. So today, Vince showed us his reel. Yeah, it's good. It was awesome. Yeah, he killed it. Yeah. He knocked it out the park. You know, he. I'm, if you guys want to see Vince's reel, go to the Shishkin Productions website, and then there should be a tab that says like editors or something like that. You can click Vince's name, and you'll be able to see his reel. And he probably was going to put it on his Instagram and stuff too. Mm -hmm. But um, he was like, he was so excited about it. He was like, yeah, what I'm going to do is I'm going to shoot specific parts of stuff for my reel. And I was like, oh, just, just use the stuff you worked on. Yeah. Right. That's what the reel is. Just use stuff you worked on. So, no, no, I have this idea. Like, All right, whatever. He came in today with his camera. He shot, he was just doing some stuff, shooting some random shit. They showed it to us. It looks fucking great. He shot like, out front of the office so you can see the office and then he filmed himself like editing yeah. and it's it's like it's like this meta reel it's it's actually pretty cool it's and cool it looks good too it's great because it doesn't go too in depth on the meta thing it just kind of like it's like five seconds five of, seconds of meta yeah and it's it's awesome it's like it's enough to tell a story it establishes yeah. and that's what's so cool about it it establishes and then he caps it off with it too 
So it comes back. So this whole thing that you're seeing is like, it's what he's working on. It's like literally what he's working yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool, man. Like, you remember when we did that episode where we were talking about all different archetypes? Yeah. It's Vince Storyteller. I think Absolutely. Vince is Vince Storyteller. 100%. That, that's the thing that he cares about the most, you well, know? 100%. Because, I mean, that's that's the part he enjoys, though, is like yeah. the, the direction of, of a piece. Like, he's like a creative type. Like, yeah. you know, he he's learning... Well, I mean, he knows how to edit now. Uh, like, you know, he, he learned over the last couple of years. Yeah. He was approaching it from a marketing perspective, but he has the brain to to tell his stories through editing as well, not just shooting. I, th- last year was the year I learned to start embracing the word storyteller because like yeah. I still hate it. Like there's a deep passion in my core <laughs> when I say storyteller. I just like feel this little like pulse where I'm just like, ah, yeah. shit. I Blood hate pressure that. goes yeah, up. Like, a little. I hate that fucking word. But I understand the point of it. You know what I mean? Because I used to just completely berate that word anytime it happens. And I still I still do in a way like recently there's been these Kia commercials where they're like the new Kia. I don't know if it's a Sorento or whatever. The new Kia Sorento is the first vehicle that is a storytelling vehicle or whatever. What? You know, have you seen this? She, no. uh, she like, she drives up in this fucking, uh, Kia SUV. She drives up a, f- a freaking mountain, gets out of her car. And there is a row of theater seating four theater seats, no. wooden ones. And she sits in one and looks at the stars. And it's like, we're a storytelling. Like, you're not a storytelling no, company. You're, you're a, a fucking car. car company. Stop selling. You're not, but that's the thing. You're selling stories. That's yeah, what you got to that, sell. That, that's what the ad that's, is. That's what you got to sell. The ad tells a story, right? You just yeah. told me a story. It's bogus. It's bogus <laughs> is what it is because I'm not buying a fucking story. I want to buy an SUV. I'm not trying to buy like when I, if I buy a Kia Sorento and it breaks down on me and then the dealership's like, well, it's a great story. That is right? a great story. Like, it's not a good story. It sucks. They <laughs> <laughs> fucking broke. Uh, I, th- I feel like the best stories suck to experience, right? Yeah. It's Well, yeah, it's true. There are a lot of Unless you know, you're the hero. comedy and tragedy or, yeah. or joy and uh, truth and comedy and comedy is tragedy so truth and tragedy damn that's dark damn that's dark damn what's uh what's your real like you haven't i haven't, I haven't seen it yet but i'm sure it's it's bomb i know you said it's gonna have uh some uh interspersed old footage it's gonna be like a shout out to uh william murray yeah yeah so it starts out and ends with bill murray clips with a couple in between the the issue i'm having right now is like i i cut it i i had the music cut down and then once I actually looked at it, I was like, oh, this is like way too long. I need to find ways to cut this music because once I actually started editing it, I was like, I don't really have this much footage to cut quickly and and move on. And like, I still feel good about the concept. I like it because it's like Bill Murray being businessy and also cocky Bill Murray. Wait, how long was it? Oh, it was like a minute 40. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like, I really like the music cut that way, but it just needs to be shorter. It needs to be shorter. Yeah. You know what's funny is that... Uh, it needs to be like half the length. I was... I, I think for mine, I'm going to base... Again, it just goes like, damn, that dude who wrote that archetypes thing, smart guy. Because mm-hmm. for me, again, mine, I'm not even... I'm basing it on like music. That's the first thing. I was like, yeah, I'm going to use this one Kanye West song. And the original sample, and I'm going to blend them, and that's going to be my little micro reel. That's cool. But it's like, I literally don't know what's going to go in it. I have zero idea of what the picture is going to be. I just know what the sound is going to be. It's the only thing I care about. That's you know? I, I mean, that's actually how I cut this the first time. And that's not normally how I approach a project, but I feel like with a reel, you got to 
I don't know, you're telling a story in a certain way. Like you got to show your editing chops. And I, I feel like that starts with music and sound design. Cut to the beat. Yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you cut to the beat, the client will be stoked. Yeah. They want that shit to sizzle. What if I, what if like someone logged onto the website and they watched Vince's and it got them in the mindset of whoever that person they see is the one cutting the reel. And then they thought you were Bill Murray. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, is Bill Murray's going to be editing this. This is crazy. <laughs> you know I mean? That's awesome. I will, uh, one thing I'm worried about, though, is um, having our reels not look too similar. Like That's good. What do you mean? Oh, what do you mean? You mean, oh, you you think they will look too similar? Yeah, well, I mean, I, th- I think the concepts are different, but I think the footage is going to be pretty much the same. Like watching Vince's, I'm like, well, ah, man. Well, what I think is you should cut whatever you want. Because we on the same projects. I, yeah, I get that. I think you should cut whatever you want to cut the most, like what, what makes the most sense. Yeah. And then in my opinion, what we're going to do is we're going to reference, we're going to like look at all of ours side by side yeah and we're gonna make that decision as a group right like yeah does this look too similar if it does who's gonna lose what where yeah you know because the thing is it it's fine if it looks somewhat similar because we did work on the same projects because that's the whole fucking point is we're a team that that's that true. shares like we we literally trade projects off and everyone's supposed to be able to and i guess fit this, in. this sh- sort of shows off like what different editors will do with the same footage exactly so i, th- I guess that's all right I'm, but like looking at the flip like it's shot in a very particular style there's only is. like five shots that you can use it realistically is, also, what we're going to have, right, is the um, the graphics that explain what the person's role was on okay. it. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, it, it's not going to... I think that... It, I think that it'll be fine. I don't think it's going to end up being too much of an overlap. And then if it is, we'll just solve that. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Like, yeah. we'll solve that problem. But I think it's going to be very useful for clients to, like, you know, be able to pick an editor they want to go it's with. It's going to make whatever. us look good, too. In their yeah. eyes, they'll be like, oh, I have three different guys who I can go with. Yeah. Well, I, I'd like to think that it would be, I think it's going to be five and it's going to be people. Oh yeah. Not guys. Okay. Not all guys, dude. Chill with that. Chill with that. Like I'm ma- just, male centric worldview. Well, right, right, right now it's three guys. So, mm, okay. I mean, <laughs> you speak facts, but it's going to end up being four guys and one, and, and one girl. So there you go. Or maybe who knows? Who's the, Mike Bliss is going to cut one. I think the time fly might cut time a little fly. real. I think the okay. time fly might cut a little real. We'll throw we'll Izzy see. in there. Izzy can definitely cut a real. Right, yeah. cool. I mean, I'm saying all this without having asked them if they're going to do it, but I would, I would like for them to. Yeah. But you know, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Building out a little, uh, like scrappy post house for the 21st century. We're a scrappy 21st century millennial post house. <laughs> like if you want, if you're a boomer trying to spend boomer bucks, we'll take them. Yeah. Spend, we'll, on, spend them on us. Dude, give us your boomer bucks. We're going to turn your content around and make it on fleek. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, no, we'll, we'll, we'll make your content dope. I don't know. I mean, we'll try our best. If you give us good stuff to work with, I can't speak for your shooting ability. Boomer gang. Boomer gang. How many boomers do you think listen to this podcast? None. Zero. I say zero. How many zero. people do you think was this podcast? I'm going to say zero. I'm going to say two to three. I'm going to say shout out to Trey. Shout out to Matt. Yeah. And that's, that's it. Those are the shout outs. Those are the shout outs. A shout out to whoever happens to be in here when we're recording them. Producer Kevin. Producer Kevin. Who's not here right now, but you did a great he's, job. He's been here. Got some fire fic- pics of you. We got to get producer Kevin like actually on the pod one of these days. Yeah. We can talk, we can talk analog we, versus digital with him. Dude. He, yeah, he'll kill it. 
Kevin is an analog photography master. I've, I literally, I think talked to him for an hour straight the other day, trying to figure out the diff, like I was, it's, it's like in retrospect, I guess pretty embarrassing, but I just don't know shit about analog. I was like, so what's the sensor size? Yeah. And, and he was <laughs> How like, how many it, megapixels was, is that? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. I was like, well, what's the equivalent in megapixels? He's like, it doesn't really work that way. And I was like, there has to be an equivalent in megapixels. Like there can't not be an equivalent in megapixels there. It's got to have a sensor size. And then like it clicked for me that the sensor is, is the film. Yeah. The like, film oh, is the sensor. The film is the sensor. Yeah. I, it just blows my mind, dude. I still can't even comprehend how it works. Like it's chemistry. Yeah, it's, absolutely. That's what's insane to me it's is light. that, is that it's like a thing gets light on it and then you put it in some water and next thing you know, you got a movie. I, like, I think there's an acid and a base. So I'm not shit. sure. Yeah. You dip that, dip that thing in water. You got a movie. <laughs> it's, like, it's like those little things that they would sell in the, the quarter machines where you drop it in water and it grows over like six days or whatever. You oh know? man. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Little sea monkey type things. Uh huh. I thought you were going to say it was like the, the things in Popeye where you, you put the, the quarter in and you crank the, the side and you watch a movie you watch a bunch of, Still, yeah. still images. I believe going they called through. those Nickelodeons. Yeah, Nickelodeons. I swear to God, no, what? I, you're looking at me like I'm lying. I no, s- I believe you. I yeah. think they were called Nickelodeons. Yeah, I think that's bl- what the network was named after. Yeah, was that? It's a pretty good, solid name. Can you imagine like coming up with that brand, Nickelodeon, and now like it's 2020 and it's still a brand? Yeah, and you're like broadcasting just, NFL games. Yeah, you're. Oh my God, you're like I just picked a random freaking brand. Like I don't even know who's gonna win the Super Bowl, Chris. What do you got? Oh, man. What's your prediction? I'll take... I mean... You don't know who's... Okay, look. For Let's go ahead and just pull back the curtain. This is... Today's January 6th. So, if Chris's team is not even in the playoffs, when that that that's why. I'll, I'll take the Packers. Packers versus Chiefs in a rematch of Super Bowl one. Jesus Christ. And the, the Packers come away with it. I don't know shit about football, but the fact that you... I asked just who's going to win, and you just like went in-depth... You, you you could just I don't, t- not even in depth. You could just pick one team, but now you're going to make your prediction even. Okay, I was hedging if, my bets if, if right hits, there. I guess. I guess. All right. Yeah. Then you could say, well, I said the Chiefs would be there. All yeah, right, exactly. Fact, you know who's going to win, though? The Bills. He thinks so? uh, 100%. You, Bills would be my fourth choice. They're my favorite. I like the I like their uniforms. You know, they do have great uniforms. They have incredible uniforms. I like their logo. It's a fucking bill flying through the air. Bill. A buffalo flying through the air. It's a pretty, pretty sweet logo. Like. It's like a buffalo charging at something. It's like a comet. If a buffalo was crossed the comet, they got a great fan base too. Uh, mm, like I, I don't, I don't mess with them. I don't, I don't like them because they they all came to Jacksonville a few years ago for a playoff game and they were kind of trash. People from Buffalo are pretty trashy generally. Yeah. Like their their food of choice is called a garbage plate. Oh yeah, you know what a garbage plate is? I thought it was going to be a wing. Well, it, it, it involves wings. We, no, we, I, I don't know what it is. Rochester, Buffalo, I always call them the same shit. I guess it is a Buffalo wing. But in Rochester, they got a thing called the garbage plate. Okay. The garbage plate is like, it's just like a, a plate of fried food. So, I, you know, don't quote me here because I, I don't really know. Do I have a computer in front of me? Could I look it up? Yeah. Am I going to? No. It's got like wings, like uh, onion rings, mozzarella sticks. It's just got literally every fried thing you could imagine together on a plate, and it's called a garbage plate. Um, Honestly, that sounds delicious to me, dude. Then take your ass up to fucking up to upstate New York. No, because then I'd have to go there. The only time I've been close to there is when I went to Niagara Falls, but I was on the Canadian side, so I didn't go to <laughs> Buffalo. Okay, I mean, 
What would you think? A lot of water? What's what's your review? A lot of water, <laughs> and it, it felt like uh, uh, was it is it Knoxville? Where's now? Uh, the the one that has like Dolly World and all that. It's Gatlinburg. Su- Gatlinburg. It's Gatlinburg. Yeah, it's it's so similar to that. At Niagara least on the, Falls is like Gatlinburg. At least on the Canadian side, it's super like last touristy time, last bullshit. Time I Gatlinburg. I don't recall seeing a waterfall. No. <laughs> okay. I'm just talking about the town itself. Like it's just completely. I don't know. It's it's a bunch of like crappy arcades and was there like a pancake house? Yeah, well, that's how yeah, you know. 100%. That's how you know you're yeah. in like a little woodsy, that's a woodsy exactly tourist what it town. They got a pancake house. There's a bunch of. I them. love a pancake house. Yeah, pancake I saw a video of someone making a pancake in a rice cooker the other day. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. You can do that. Yeah, they made like like thick thick ass pancakes. Can you make one in an air fryer? Not too many holes. Too many holes. Too many holes. Damn. I guess, I mean I guess you could if you had the right. If you had it in the right container, I'm trying to find like a like a silicon something to to put silicone uh, to put in the air fryer to heat up. <laughs> Are you putting fucking M1 <laughs> chips in there? <laughs> you already know. Uh, yeah, to, I'm, to trying, heat up leftovers. I'm trying to turn my air fryer into a laptop. <laughs> I'm going to fucking get a breadboard, throw it in there, wire this thing up, you know? Yeah, my yeah my air fryer got fucking uh, 32 gigs of RAM. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're gonna get your air fryer air fryer on the on five G. You're gonna wire it up, dude. If I can, why not? Yeah, that'd be great. If if I I need an app for my air fryer so that when when I'm on my way home, I got got something already in there, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna need this in five minutes. I'm gonna start this right now. Putting your air fryer on the Internet of Things is like the most 21st century (laughs) bullshit thing ever. Look, I, I I need to be. I need to be connected to my to appliances. Well, you know, there are... What do you think of those smart fridges? You know, I, I didn't fuck with them at first, but then I saw that you can see what's in your fridge from the grocery Dude, store. Stop, stop, because I was... <laughs> oh, from the grocery yeah. store? Jesus Christ. So put a fucking camera in there. Nah, dude. Okay. I thought you were going to say you can see what's in your fridge. And I was going to say, <laughs> I like that because, I, but I like having a fridge with glass doors. That is what I want. Like a fridge with window doors. So you don't have to open your fridge to see what's inside. I mean, that sounds great. That's, that's the way to do it. I don't need, I don't, why does my fridge need to be on the internet? It doesn't Chris. That's the answer. You think we could broadcast our fridge to, to Twitch? You think people would watch that? Totally. Fridge Twitch? Yeah. Why not? You mean the fridge in the office? Yeah. Fridge.tv? You think if, if we bought the website Fridge.tv and put a webcam in the refrigerator and broadcast that on Twitch 24 hours a day? Yeah. But what, what's something cool that you could put in the fridge for people to look at? Like it doesn't matter. They're not going to be able to see it. Why not? Because it's because the lights, lights going to be off. Be off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. No, I think that would be kind of a cool like live stream. Whenever someone opens the fridge, it turns on. I don't know. I I personally don't really um, don't really fuck with refrigerators. Really? Yeah, I'm more of an old school ice box kind of guy. You know, I want someone delivering a big thing of ice to me every week. You know, whatever happened to that? Whatever happened to the milkman? Milkman. Whatever happened to the milkman? You think that was propaganda? Mm, no. What do you think of the Got Milk campaign? That's propaganda. That was. You think that was like dairy? Big That's dairy, dairy farmers. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Why do you say that? I don't. Because it is. Well, that's good reason it sounds like that it's paid for Trump by like argument. the dairy farmers of america or something like that like it's it's a psa is it is it i don't know i mean they're i, I, I guess it's not a public service to tell people to drink I thought, milk. I thought like cow's milk isn't even very good for I was gonna say, is it lies was it were they just lying to us or were they like milk gives you milk has uh, vitamin d well, Does I mean, it? is it because we put vitamin d in the milk yeah they do actually so add it the vitamin actually d. Have but it, it actually d. has calcium in you it. Know what has more vitamin d going outside 
the sun. Hundred percent. The sun is the original. But some people are allergic to the sun, like you. I I I do get sunburned. I mean, not as facts. I get sunburned pretty easily. I you know the sun. What has it ever done for me? That's all I have to say. Uh, it gave you life, bro. Uh, well, I'm not a plant. I might I might, I might look like one. Oh no, synthesis. I'm not, I'm not a plant. Look, we're gonna be right back, and when we come back, we have a very special surprise for you guys. All right, guys, by now you should be familiar with our favorite sponsor. Smells Like. Smells Like BK. It's a Brooklyn-based candle company. You know, they actually just came out with a few new scents as well, I believe. They got some new scents. They always have new scents coming because everything's a limited edition. Dude, you know? that's so cool. Yes. I, I love when products do stuff like that where, like, it's actually a craft with limited runs and you know, exclusivity. It's one of one, you know? If you try to order, like, the Smells Like Teen Spirit candle this time next year, good luck getting it. You're probably not going to get it. It's probably gone unless, like... Like, dude, it's rare. You got to check StockX. Yeah, you got to check StockX. It's going to get flipped. Right now, we're burning a Justice in Peace candle. And that one smells great, man. It's uh, I can't really tell you what the notes are because I'm not that educated, but I am quite <laughs> elevated. And you will be too after you get the Smells Like candles. Well, you, you got to put in the, uh, promo, the promo code. code. It's yeah, that's right. Sizzle? I believe it's just Sizzle. And it gets you 20% off, which is like a hell of a discount. That is a deal. Honestly, like we sacrificed for you to get that sort of deal. You don't know what the negotiations were like we're to get that deal. We're paying out our own pockets. We are, man. We're losing money on this spot. <laughs> but hopefully you guys like these candles. Hell yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to the Sizzle Reel podcast. I just found out what's in a garbage plate. Oh, man. That's the surprise, everyone. That was a surprise we were waiting for. Let me tell you, the real surprise is I don't think I'm really into this. No? Why not? What's in it? It's uh, It's... It starts with a base of any combination of home fries, macaroni salad, baked beans, or french fries topped by your choice of meats and dressing to your liking. Wait, hold on. Is it, it's, it has to have baked beans or that's a, it could have baked beans? Everything I've been seeing has baked beans. I it, do it seems not like it, want baked beans. It, it, it says it's any combination, but all the photos I'm seeing have baked beans and macaroni salad. And then like they have... Spicy mustard, chopped onions and stuff, like kind of like Italian style meats. And let me tell you, that's like the bullshit at an Italian dinner that you don't really care about too much uh-huh. and the bullshit at a barbecue that you don't really care about too much. It's like, like all the worst parts. Yeah, it's just all together. It's 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 the garbage. It's dude, the garbage. The home fries are good. The home fries sound great. Dude, I would not want this. Yeah, okay. So I'm looking at pictures of this now. I got it completely wrong. If we had any Rochester listeners, what I said was way better than what the fuck this yeah, is. Yeah, this looks pretty, this pretty looks average. Like, this looks like if uh, you like told an American what poutine was and then they like <laughs> tried to make it themselves with what they have at home. Like, uh, yeah, this looks like fucking straight up like hot doo-doo, bro. This looks awful. Red <laughs> like, hot garbage plate. It's It looks trash. So everyone who's, li- who's out there in Buffalo or Rochester or whatever, you can fuck off. But, um... Uh, Buffalo, you're all right. Chicken wings are good. But yeah. everyone in Rochester, get out of here. Look, dude. I have family from Rochester. I don't, dude. You, what, did they leave? Uh, they died. Oh, I can tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> they were embarrassed. They, they were embarrassed to live, of being from Rochester. <laughs> they were like, I'm over this. I'm out. They're working for Kodak. Dude, Chris, were they really working for Kodak? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. That's kind of cool. My great uncle worked for Eastman Kodak. He was like a graphic designer or something. For no them. way. Yeah. Was it part of the actual Eastman Eastman or was he just a coincidence? No, Eastman. coincidence, coincidence. It's, it's my non-Eastman side of the family. You know, what's always so funny to me is like how people who will have like certain last names who just like go into jobs that fit that last name. I don't know. That's, like that's what I did. Kind of. 
sort of. I mean, yeah, okay, that makes sense. They're a film well, company. I mm, kind of sort of went into film. They're not a film company anymore. Yeah, they're pharmaceutical. pharmaceutical company, well, I'm gonna you know. go to. I'm going into pharmaceuticals. Okay. That's that's the other surprise. I'm going into pharmaceuticals. <laughs> hey, Chris, this is Chris's last episode. <laughs> um, guys, I gotta be honest with you. The garbage plate. It was. Um, it's not. It's not something I'm very inspired by, and. Um, I, I never am going to eat one ever in my life. I don't think I'll probably eat one. I, even if I went, I wouldn't eat one. I was, um, this is unrelated, just a hard left turn here. I was going through, I was trying to think of things to, to chat about in this next segment. And I was like, man, I want to think back on early jobs. And I was like, Chris, what was your earliest job? And he said, Oh, make an eight millimeter porn. And I That's was not like, what I, said. <laughs> I mean, okay, well, 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 you don't have to, you don't have to say it on air. I get it. But Chris make an eight millimeter porn. <laughs> so and, true. and that is what he spent his first, I don't know, 10 or 20 years doing. Oh yeah. 15, 15 years making eight millimeter porn. And it got me looking back. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna open up my finance folder because you know, I'm fair, you know, for as disorganized as I am on this podcast mentally, I'm actually fairly organized when it comes to my invoices. I've got to get paid. Yeah, man. I've got 10, 10 years worth of folders here um, with the invoices. But one of my very first ones, this was like when I was still, because, you know, when I first moved to Los Angeles, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I feel like I've told you this before, like where I had a, a real that said I it was You're like a director. It was like a three, three cinematographer, three editor. Long, it was like a three minute long reel. And it said that I was like a a shooter, an editor, a motion graphics person, and probably some other shit. And, um, I like spent like a minute showing off each one. And in retrospect, it's like, well, you, you know, you got to fuck up before you learn. Right. Yeah. But when I was first learning how to do all that, I was just taking any gig that would come to me. And, uh, one of the first jobs that I ever did was I worked with this singer named Amy Loftus. She was like a random singer who I was hired by some company to like intern or assist on like a shoot for a record label that she was on. And they were like shooting a music video for a song of hers. And I was just helping and I was like interning. And uh, then she needed help with her web presence, like getting set up on the Internet, like as a musician and mm -hmm. stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, like I, I know how to do that. And so she paid me to to set all that stuff up for her. So it was almost like a social media manager type position. Damn. Yeah. It was like the one time I ever did it in my life. Shooter, editor, cinematographer, social media. Social media manager. Yeah. No, but that, I mean, that was the one time I ever did it. And it was obviously not a great fit. And uh, we both realized that. And I was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do this. Um, But it was so funny, man, because like, that's how weird it is. Like when you're, this was 2000, and 12. So I, this was in, this was in January of 2012. So I was, uh, 20, 21 at this time. And, uh, it was just kind of crazy to, to know that, like, I had so little direction that I just decided to go, to go for that. And yeah. to, as a sign of the times, it was so funny because I'm helping her set up shit like, you know, last FM and Pandora and Tumblr and like all this kind of stuff, building her Twitter out. And, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of a crazy first job that I always forget about that. I'm like, man, there was like a month of my life where I like tried to get someone else's social media going when in reality it's like, I don't even 
follow, fuck with my social media. Like I don't, I don't do any of that shit. Well, I, like I, I guess at that time though, like we were kind of like that generation who knew how to use social media and uh, people didn't really at that point. Like it, it wasn't fully adopted. Like it had been around for like maybe five years, but it was just really starting to get monetized. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know, and that was, that was really part of it was, she was asking me, like, she was like, well, how do I like get, how do I get followers on Twitter? And I was like, I don't, it's not just a thing where you can just get them. I was like, you have to buy into it and you have to interact. Yeah, like, you, you have, to, you, you have to follow people. You have to tweet. You have to like, get involved and it'll grow over time. Yeah. And, and you have to advertise your Twitter, like at your shows and, and yeah. you know, anytime you're networking, you gotta, you gotta get those follows. It just sucks, man. Social media is trash. Like uh, it's the fact that you have to, it turns everyone into like a brand is, is jacked up. I saw an article. It was, I think, I don't know. Was it on, it might've been our premium beat. I don't really Sounds know. Right. But there was an article that was like, are we all content creators now? And uh, I guess. the person's thesis was basically that the idea of being a filmmaker is dead and that like the Hard idea disagree. They were saying that like if you make a film that the idea of seeing your name like on a marquee or something or like in lights or whatever is now like it's just on the Internet. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. And so that their whole thesis was like, you know, any of us who set out to be a filmmaker, you're more likely to just become a content creator now. And, uh, I can't speak on it cause I never said I have to be a filmmaker, but like in a way it's true. I mean, I guess it's kind of cool to see your name on the screen. Well, the first or second time, but after a while, like that's not why you're making things. Exactly. Well, I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the difference is that like, I agree with you. I think that's not the reason you nor I are making things like we're making things because it's a skill that we have and mm-hmm. we're like, using it as a, as a trade, but like for some people, you know, who are really the real artists who set out to make stuff, it's almost like, well, shit, dude, good luck getting your like mumblecore like <laughs> movie made. It's not going to happen. You yeah. Know? It's just, it's, and even if you make it, you're not going to put it anywhere. It's not yeah. going anywhere. No one's seeing it, which is you know, low key kind of a bummer, but that's just the world we live in. I think just that things trend towards like short form. So like, it's really easy to make a ballin Instagram channel or a ballin TikTok channel, but it's not easy to make a film. It's never been easy to make a film, but now it's like beyond difficult. Now it just isn't happening. Yeah. I mean, a, a film has a certain structure to it. And I think social media, you can it, like, as long as the content is good, does not matter what it is or really how it's, how the story is told. Like, you just need three seconds of something semi-interesting. Yeah, you can do a bit. Yeah. You can do like yeah. a little a little un, unpolished like bit. And then if it hits, it hits. And if it doesn't, it's like, well, whatever. I didn't it, waste it gets, too much time on it. Yeah, it gets lost in the sea of social yeah. media. I wonder what's going to fucking happen with stand-up comedy with this uh, pandemic stuff. I don't know. I, I, I You can't really do stand-up right now. And it's not like you can, especially for artists, you can't just talk to a zoom you're not going to get the same responses you're not going to know if your jokes are good or not mm-hmm. I, I i see some people post like stand-up shots is what they call them and it's just a picture of them doing their stand-up from the before times right and it has like their their written joke yeah out yeah, loud yeah. yeah yeah and uh i've seen some of that it's cool i mean it's it's, right. it's, it's just different you know what i mean like 
the whole the cool thing about that is like it's like the being there in the room and seeing it happen. You yeah, know, that's what's fun. Yeah, I I know over the summer they were doing stuff in parks and stuff like that. Yeah, which that that's that's, that's cool. cool. But it's just so different, man. I don't know. It's uh, it'll I I think it'll come back. I think when it does, people are gonna be out in droves people are gonna be dying to to get back to it yeah i never really got to see any shows in new york i only went to like the one comedy show it was at where was it even it was it like was that? i don't know was it like myrtle broadway or kajusco broadway it was somewhere in there what which one was this i don't even remember it was at some random oh i remember bar. i remember talking about it was like open mic it was yeah uh, bodegita the open mic uh, yeah, but the thing with the thing with those, like that's an open mic, man. You know that doesn't even really count. Yeah, like the New York experience is going to the stand or going to the cellar. You know, like going to a real spot. Yeah, I haven't been. Which, yeah, I mean, you know, you're probably not gonna go anytime soon. Sorry, yeah. buddy. <laughs> really timed this New York move out you well. Fucked it up, man. Yeah. But you know what? That's all right because at least you're in New York, which is nice. Yeah, it's better if, than being in fucking Florida. If I didn't get here pre-pandemic, I'd probably never get here. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, that's a good point. But I mean, if you were in Florida, I guess you'd be able to, you probably would have gotten COVID by now. Could have walked around and without a mask. Yeah. Could go to the beach next week. You can still go to the beach next week. It's just going to be cold as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I don't know, man. I, um, I, I think, uh, all of those, I'm just talking back on those like early gigs. It's so crazy to think about like not knowing exactly what you were going to do. Like I thought that I, had all these skills and in reality I had none. And now like I probably have like one or two that are like, that are decent, that are sellable. You know what I mean? And yeah. It's all about, I guess, specialization and leaning into it and trying to build a business around it. I think who knows? We'll see what happens. That was invoice number three, by the way, zero, zero, three. Yeah. I've named them. I've named all my invoices by sequential numbers. What happens once years. you get into four digits? Well, when I get into four digits, uh, if I'm still working at that point, I fucked up. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just got to 300 and Damn. it's been 10 years. So. Damn. I mean, granted, two of those years I worked like a W-2 kind of thing where okay. I didn't really have to submit invoices. I was just putting in time cards and stuff. But yeah, I'm at 300 now. I mean, I guess I'm at like two years here. I'm at 50 something. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, if you were to like work every week and it was a very strict thing of submitting an invoice a week yeah it's basically a hundred for two years so you know to get to 300 what's that takes six years and that's like working every single week submitting yeah. invoices every single week so you know there's there was times when i when i was living in portland when i worked she had 10 jobs in one year <laughs> That was it. Damn. 10 jobs. Like, and I don't know. That was my first year in New York. I worked 10 jobs. Portland, I would work 14 jobs a year. But like, that's a, that was kind of a nice, that's kind of a nice, that was a nice little period, you know? Yeah. Because New York is one of those things where you, it's like you're working every day. If you're trying, if you're really trying to grow, like you're working every day. If you want to just kind of do your thing, it's, you can, you can, relax a little bit yeah pick and choose but the i think in a place like a, a portland or like a, a smaller city like a nashville or something like that if you have the right job you can probably work a chill amount and still be growing and like saving time for yourself to do things for yourself and to, to grow outside of your profession you can grow yeah. like as 
as an artist or as a person or whatever. I think freelancers are probably a lot less common in those areas too. Like those are W2 kind of jobs, I think. Yeah. That's what, yeah. And that's why I think like, as if, if you are a freelancer there and like you're doing your own thing, you can angle it in a way that, you know, you're doing like 15 gigs a year and you're good. Yeah. Whereas here, like I I make music and shit too. Like I haven't had like any time to sit and do music stuff, Mm -hmm. which I used to sit and do music stuff. All the time. All the time. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how many times, but I would, there was t- there was years when I would have, because I just named the projects as I go by mm-hmm. the date. And there was years when I would have like, you know, at least like 30 projects or 30 or 40 different like, you know, uh, sessions that I opened up. And then I think last year it was like seven. Damn. <laughs> so that's the thing is like, I just don't, I just don't do that much because I don't really have time, mm-hmm. which is crazy because there was a pandemic yeah, so i had nothing, lots of time there was lots of time to be at home but a lot of it was focused on on this you know what i mean yeah so i was super unproductive during like actual quarantine because mm-hmm. i thought at first it's like oh this is just for a week or two i'm gonna have fun and then it set in a little bit more and i was like oh this is depressing as hell i can't even focus i don't want to do anything yeah and then work came back yeah i mean for for me it was just like and i I don't know. I just didn't, it wasn't necessarily that it was depressing. It was just like, eh, like I'm, yeah, I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to expect any company. Like I'm motivated. It's kind of chill. Like I was just lazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was just being lazy. Yeah. Even like the periods of like doing dishes and cleaning your house. You're like, eh, I mean like whatever, no one's coming over. It's a fucking pandemic. Like <laughs> I don't have to do anything. How do you feel? You don't like it or you, you're a big COVID fan. Oh yeah. I love it. It's been great for me. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Num- number one COVID supporter. Yeah. <laughs> Chilling with the, the, the shoelace, the, the cat, shoelace, the cat and another cat and, and a, and a dog in a, uh, in an apartment. Well, the dog's not even, not even around anymore. The dog's at, uh, Lisa's mom house. So. Well, there you go. Just chilling with the cat. Two cats. Well, one Two and a cats. half. The other one just kind of doesn't, doesn't come out at all. It just kind of sits in like under the bed. Nah, it's just chill. It's just, uh, it's just strangers. She doesn't fuck with. Yeah. Kind of like me. Dude, you got to bring that cat to the office. Yeah. I mean, if we can teach Shoelace to edit. Dude, that'd be great. Free labor and you can get a $12,000 write-off. You think so? Technically, I would say he's a dependent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <So> <laughs> as long as I think dependents are a $12,000 write-off if Damn. you put him to work. You can pay him $12,000 and don't take my I, wait, advice. I have to actually pay him though? Mm, yeah. I mean, yes, but like it's, it's your dependent. So you can make the bank account for them and you just put the $12,000 in there. Okay. You know, Do you think taking like, him to the vet counts as something like uh like, like health care that, yeah, that I can yeah. write off? If he's editing videos, yes, that you can do. Okay. If you can get your cat to start working for you, then yes, <laughs> you can write off the vet bills. All right. I, let's, let's, let's wrap this thing up, man. Yeah. We, uh, you know, we had, we had a hell of a, hell of a day, hell of a week. Yeah. And um, learned about some hot garbage plates, hot garbage plates. And next week, man, you got a you got a new project starting up. Oh, man, I do. Don't a little I? entrepreneurial video. Got a project. couple of projects. It's, it's just been a, an interesting January. It's it actually turned into a pretty, pretty yeah. busy January. You know, one of the I think one of the next few episodes we'll get a guest on. We'll have okay. a new, we'll we'll try to have a new guest on new person. I don't want to promise you anything, but maybe. maybe. All right. We'll see what happens. Oh, yeah. And by the way, let's oh, yeah. plug the... At Sizzle Rule Gang on yeah. Twitter and Instagram. Both. Shishkin Productions on TikTok. That's right. And uh, that's where the good content is. TikTok. I, yeah. You can learn things. You can learn a little bit of stuff there. And then uh, 
on the other ones. Uh, there might there be, doesn't seem to be anything here. Not yet, but uh, at some at some point, maybe I'll start tweeting. I'll get a Twitter, Sizzreel Gang, and I'll start. I'll put it on my phone and I'll start uh, just trolling. I'll just start trolling. I'll just start arguing with Trumpers. <laughs> that would be the worst. I would I would get sucked in. It would be bad. Uh, bad for your bad mental, for health. My mental health. Bad yeah. for my physical health. Bad all around. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. Later.